Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse present the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Brother, 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 brother. My name is Michael. I've always dreamed about having a brother. Colvin Brothers. You're my kid brother and you take care of me. Michael is the music guy. I'm the movie guy. Put us together. We're the Colvin Brothers. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. Daddy and Uncle Michael. So, what does your brother do to you? Michael. And we always need a match. It's not a Colvin party. Let the cops show up. <laughs> yes. That's where Long Lost Brothers. Colvin Brothers on Z93. The six o'clock alarm. Number six for Colvin. Mom always likes you best. Oh, brother. I Colvin Brothers Ash Brown. on Z93. Happy Halloween. I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. everybody it's sunday and you know what that means it's time for the colvin brothers on z93 happy halloween it's trick-or-treat time my poor daughter should be out trick-or-treating but instead i'm here so she's at the house she's trick-or-treating she's again trying to get those big <laughs> she, candy bars she's handing out the candy she's got to take she's got to hold down the fort till i can get home what kind of candy are you handing out there kid um she picked it all out it, it she had never knew that you could have gum inside of a lollipop so like she's fascinated with what are they called uh, the tootsie roll uh, the tootsie roll pops yeah she had never the she, blow pops too yeah you know because you go to 
any store, and the bags are all random. I mean, they, they, you know, the same company will be responsible for the candy within. Yeah. But you don't know what you're getting until you dump it out into a bowl. So she's like, "Let me try that." And I just, you know, to me, it's just another lollipop. She's like, "There's gum in here." So she thinks <laughs> it's the, like the best thing in the world. It's a two and one. Yes. So this whole hour, we're going to be playing Halloween music, Van Halen, Running with the Devil. Uh, this is going out to uh, the Halloween party at the best house in Poughkeepsie. That Frank Darts up in uh, Kingston. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, remember, you remember our old pal Greg Bess, right? Yeah. I dressed up as the devil at year, and uh, Ken Elder. Oh, Ken hey, Elder. what's your favorite Halloween song? <laughs> We're going to play that at the end for you, Ken. Yeah, so there was a guy filling in for him, which I'll have to ask some of the old crew who it was. Scott Carlin might know. Uh, and I took a picture off to post it, but uh, the doctor was there. He was dressed up as a uh, guy that was laying in the Titanic. or Oh, okay, during that whole uh, mania. Yeah, 96, yeah. maybe? When it yeah, came that would have been about right. Yeah, Jack, I think was the name of the character. Yeah, so I wanted to throw it out to the best family. They always had a good Halloween party. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I don't even know what I'm... I got two costumes in my car. I'm heading over to my in-laws. I'm either going to be Luigi again, or uh, Tanner wants to maybe do Spider-Man, so I might be Spider-Man and Luigi Are show. Still, the, the classic Halloweens were when you did Mike Myers... At Gold Road. Yeah, Michael Myers, kid. Michael Myers. Sorry. A couple of years ago, Saturday Night Live had Tom Hanks on, and they did this uh, sketch, David Pumpkins, which was just like kind of like this one of these things that they just threw on, and it caught wildfire. And the best thing about David Pumpkins, because I have the, the costume, I can DJ in it. Yep. So I just wear it every year. I've done like five parties. Like yesterday, I was over at um, Mazir Park doing the trunk or treat. Today, I spent five hours up at Hillcroft doing their Halloween extravaganza, which they they did do one last year, but this year was like legit because all of the pandemic restrictions are gone. It's so, good to be out and about. It really is. Mahoney's last night was I think you had a thousand people again. I'm actually there again tonight after the show at ten o'clock because you know Emmett's like yeah, it's not going to be here. I said Emmett. It doesn't matter what day of the week Halloween falls on. Everybody shows up here, and you know it. And Mahoney's is our official sponsor of the Colvin Brothers on Z93. If you want to check out the specials, you can check out some football, and uh, you can go right over there right now at Mahoney'sIrishPub.com. I think the big game tonight is, uh, what is it, the Cowboys again? Yeah, but again, it's Halloween night. Now, tomorrow is a big deal because the Giants shocked the world last week and beat uh, the Panthers 25-3. to So this Monday night tomorrow, which at the beginning of the season looked like a looked, looked like an automatic L, the Chiefs are not the Chiefs anymore. And the Giants are, are, are on the upswing. So they, they could actually win this game in Kansas City and be a contender. You know, talk about scary things on Halloween. How about that Jet score last week versus the Patriots? <laughs> was, that was embarrassing. Was it 54-7? to <laughs> There's only one reference in all of Ted Lasso that makes any kind of connection to American sports, and it's about how much the Jets suck. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> uh, I finished Ted Lasso, and so did you. I, 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 and I'm upset that I finished it because it's so good. It, it, it makes you feel good. Like, after you watch it, you're like, you really feel good about life and everything's positive yeah. and then it's like yeah you get to the finale which was brilliant as well and very well done they tied up all the loose ends it's like oh man i gotta wait till how long are they gonna be before it drops it comes out every august so oh, august 22nd man, that's too long so speaking of too long we got to start getting into some music we got for you on the halloween show fleetwood mac hypnotized not oh. the biggie smalls version though no no this is my favorite period of uh fleetwood mac it was when bob welch was the lead singer before oh, so he was a pitcher for uh, the oakland a's right? yes he was yeah he did double time <laughs> uh it was, it was before Lindsay and stevie but they were all friends anyway, so he ended up on their records and vice versa. But uh, I've always loved this tune. It's from 1973, and it's just got that Halloween vibe, baby. Happy Halloween. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. It's the same kind of story that seems to come down from long ago. Two friends having coffee together when something flies by their window. It might be out on that lawn, which is wide at least half of the playing field. Because there's no explaining. Imagination can make you see and feel Somebody wants nothing But God will be Now it's not a meaningless question To ask if they've been and gone I remember a talk about North Carolina In a strange, strange pond You 
see the sides were like glass In the thick of a forest without a road And if any man's hand ever made that land Then I think it would have showed And that's why it seems like a dream They got me hypnotized That's right. Colvin Brothers want to ensure that you don't turn into their producer Breckman this Halloween. I'll take you trick-or-treating, but I'm keeping half. It's called the candy tax. So, it's come down to taking candy from babies, huh? It's a good start, young lady, but go find the rest of your costume before you leave this house. Gonna insist on a chastity belt, too, while you're at it? Your mother refers to those cobwebs as decorations. Much like the ones between your ears. Is that my pillowcase full of candy? And now you're invoking the My Pillow Guy. Which character are you from that Squid Game? Lepo. Here's a payday. Hope you're not allergic to nuts. That'll get canceled faster than you can say John Gruden. Why do ghosts speak Latin? Because it's a dead language. Stop. You close Kmart's and you open another spirit store? All right, I'll give you that one. Do you kids realize how hard it was to find toilet paper last year? You don't have to turn into Breckman this Halloween. Check those snicker bars for needles. Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. We can help. Happy Halloween. Hi, this is Bryce. Well, my dad's on the radio. I'm stuck at home handing candy out for trick-or-treaters. Trick-or-treaters! Rocketing Rocks! The Colvin Brothers on Z93. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control.
just a jump to the left. Colvin Brothers on Z93. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you're getting ready for those trick-or-treaters. Uh, our sister Jennifer and uh, her husband Christopher and our cousin Jason and our other sister Carolyn, they dressed up one year as the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And they went down to, uh, what is it, the Paramount? Peaksville Paramount. And I, I, was it uh, Jason that was Frankfurter? Uh, no. I don't think anyone did Frankfurter. Oh. Our brother Christopher did Frankfurter yeah, he years was the ago. Be- he was the best Frankfurter, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, this is the Time Warp, and it's one of those songs that you have to play mm-hmm. every Halloween. I'm sure you probably played it 17 uh, times yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I, I think I played it 17 times today at Hillcroft because like it's one thing to do an adult Halloween party because you've got this palette and we're, we're hitting on a lot of the songs yeah. this, this hour but when you're doing a kids party there's really only like five so Purple yeah. People Eater and uh, Time Warp got a lot of reps today. I played uh, Time Warp earlier today I gotta say thank you to Lisa and the crew at the Beacon Farmers Market. Oh and, I love that place. And I had a lot of fun out there. It was outside a little chilly but you know what that's what Halloween's all about. Tomorrow I'm sure it'll probably be 70 degrees. Just like earlier this week they said Nor'easter. I'm like Nor'easter and I looked at the weather forecast I was like oh it's still gonna be in the 60s but it's still Nor'easter. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Bye. 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 On Z93. This week, your favorite Halloween memories. As you can always find that on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. That is the topic. Um, for me, I guess recently, anything with the kids. I remember when Olivia was very small. She was sleeping in my arms. I carried her you know, door to door with all of her cousins. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with the tan man. Yeah. But now just going, and I always tell them, like, you got to go down the driveway. You got to go on the road because they like to run in the yard, yeah. from yard to yard. Mm-hmm. And every year, Olivia trips and all her candy goes oh, flying. Oh, man. So I got the phone with the flashlight and I get all the candy. We put it back in. But uh, it's a lot of fun with the kids. We went to a, um, a thing in East Fishkill last weekend. It was, it was me and the fam and Kristen's cousins and uh, Tanner was in this uh, jungle gym, mm-hmm. this like uh, obstacle course. And all of a sudden there was this older kid, probably like 12 or 13, with this dollar store Michael Myers mask. Yeah. And, and here I am like, oh, he's finally going to meet Michael Myers and I won't get yelled at for it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden Tanner just looks up and is like, who is that guy, Dad? <laughs> and went the other way. So I was just like, all right, it's happening. And, uh, you know, let's, let's just go a little Michael Myers. You alluded to it earlier in the show. George Taylor, who does our Golden Five every week, this honorable mention, mm-hmm. he said his favorite memories is uh, dressing up as the no-face guy at Gold Road because Mom... Uh, I think it was 1984 where she buried her father, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And she wasn't a fan of Halloween, so it was either dad or the siblings, not you, I think Jennifer or Carolyn, that would take us out trick-or-treating. And then eventually I got too old for that, probably by my freshman year in college. That's a true <laughs> it took, story. It took a little while. I started dressing up as Michael Myers outside, 
and to uh, hand out the candy. Yeah, well, I had George do that because George oh. was like this statue that didn't move, and uh-huh. people would get close to me. The Halloween music was playing. I had a fog machine. I changed the light bulbs on the front porch with Dad said orange and whatnot. Yeah, why are you doing that? <laughs> I said, Dad, I want to put a red light in. Just make sure you change it back before I go to bed. <laughs> So you had the whole scene, and as people are coming up through Gold Road, the kids would start chanting, scary house, scary house. (laughs) And Jennifer moved in after Dad moved out when he went up north. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, and they were so upset. They're like, where's Michael Myers? And Uh Jennifer would text me, you got to come over. I said, that was for Jude, and only for Jude. (laughs) So those are my favorite memories along with George Taylor. All right, number five, kid. Number five, Joanna up north, trick-or-treating as a kid in the buildings where I lived with my cousin, followed up by going to the ground round afterwards for a late dinner. You can pay what you weigh at the ground round. Was that the one where you could throw the peanuts on the floor? Uh, yeah, that was one of the places. Now, I, I hung out in the Kingston one more often because by that point I was working at Deco's and that was my scene. But there was one in, in Poughkeepsie on Route 9 that was very popular. I'm going I'm, I'm to dress up as the stump next year. That'll work. <laughs> Number four, Denver Darren. Kevin McCurdy's Haunted Garage. Now, this is kind of like the way that Steve Jobs invented the Apple computer in his garage and then it became what it became, yeah. which is an iconic part of Hudson Valley Halloween. Yeah, I think I remember that because Darren, is he's older than you or same age? Same age. We went to uh, junior high together. Okay, so I wonder if this is uh, predating when Jennifer started working there? Um, He's probably going back to like 81, 82, where Jennifer would have gotten involved in 84, 85. All right, Darren, I hope you still have that satin jacket that everyone else is still wearing. (laughs) Number three, Cousin Tara in North Carolina, eating grilled cheese and tomato soup every single Halloween for dinner before we go trick-or-treating, and then now she does the same thing with her kids to carry it on. It's all about traditions. I do the same thing. Got to have your traditions. Uh, I guess the new tradition is my daughter handing out candy so daddy can do some radio. Love you, Bryce. One for you, two for me. Yes, yay teen. Her mother always made homemade costumes. But back then she wanted crappy plastic ones. And thinking back, she's now grateful because all those pictures and memories look awesome when she's a cosplayer and kids in cheap plastic costumes look absolutely ridiculous. And I get this. Our parents once in a while would make us costumes. Dad was on this artistic kick. When we first moved to Virginia, it was in third grade and it was it was a very community-minded area that we lived in. So you would do your Halloween trick-or-treating, but there would also be something to back it up at the school, which we used to walk to. Yeah. And he took orange and brown and tan poster board and made me... <laughs> I see this picture yeah, of my Yeah, head. to the day of Halloween, I still don't understand what he was doing. I'm making you a Trojan. And I, 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 I was a Trojan. Yeah. I, of course, I failed miserably in the costumes. It would have been like Halloween 77. I failed miserably in the contest, but it's, it's a nice memory. Like Dad really put everything he had into making that costume. Yeah, he enjoyed doing that. He would also decorate and paint stuff for Christmas, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those which I wish days. we still had those things. Yeah, Jennifer Rooney. But, uh, Yateen, yes, you mentioned like the She-Ra, the She-Ra plastic mask, and uh-huh. I posted a photo when you took my Skeletor yes, mask I went to, you went to school. Was I went Jay? to John Jay, and like, there's a picture of me trying to eat an ice cream sandwich with it, of course, but I couldn't because it was a plastic mask. What's the, what's our big closer? Our big closer. <laughs> I love this. This made me laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, this is like Leon on Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Ron in Huntington, New York, said, that time I killed my sister. <laughs> now... I clicked on his page and it was nothing but Michael Myers and said, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because Michael kills his sister yeah, in the first movie right, in 1978. Right. Uh-huh. But it's just so like dry. It was great. Yeah, oh, I, I was like, there's no way this guy's not number one. Oh, man. That's the Colvin 5, folks. Hi, this is Lewis Chu. My disguise is a Fu Manchu. What's your disguise? Happy Halloween from the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Happy Halloween. Cranberry Zombie. Originally picked for the 2009 debut of The Walking Dead. Can you imagine that being the original theme song? Oh, I would have loved it. Because they changed it eventually, yeah. which I love the new song. I don't know if you can play that underneath anything. but Hasn't uh, it been the same theme yeah. since it started? Yeah, so I thought that was a cool little nugget. Unfortunately, the lead singer of that band is no longer with us, but that song does live on. There's a cover of it by Bad Wolves that one of my uh, karaoke regulars at Mahoney sings. Bad Wolves? Are they kind of similar to another animal band that we like, the Monkees? Ah, oh, the Monkees. Yes, indeed. I got to see. Now, people are like, there's a lot of people out there that that don't realize that the monkeys were more than Davy Jones. And I, I have to, you know, I have to school people. I'm like, yes, Davy Jones sang on Daydream Believer and A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, which was a number two hit. But the real lead singer, the de facto lead singer of that band was Mickey Dolenz. And he's one of the few people from the 60s that still sounds the same. The guy from the Zombies, speaking of zombies, Colin Blundstone also sounds the same as he did in the 60s. And Eric Burden's the other one. So when you go to a monkey show, despite the fact that Peter Tork and Davy Jones have passed on, it still sounds like the monkeys because he really did sing on just about everything. Yeah, you posted some uh, some videos, so I, I I heard Mickey. I couldn't you know make out anybody else. Unfortunately, you know, Mike Mike Nesmith was there, and it, it's I've been seeing Brian Wilson shows for the past twenty two years, and it, it reminded me of that. The difference is Mike really was happy to be there, but you can tell that it's it's either dementia or Alzheimer's. Like he didn't pick up a guitar the whole time. And I just saw them two and a half years ago, and he he was still Mike Nesmith. Do you have the winter hat on? No, he hasn't worn the wool hat in a long time. <laughs> but the, the the bigger story for me was I had to buy some shoes. Recently. Recently. So I went to Kohl's because, you know, the more you Kohl's. Kohl's is the truth. It is the truth. And I've, I'm 52 years old. I've worn size 12 for the past 32 years. I bought a pair of black Nikes, and they it was a struggle to fit in them, especially on my left side. I was like, this is insane. Well, Nikes are, I can't wear Nikes because we have like uh, large, wide, fat feet. Yeah. So that's why Nike is never- Is that the reason? Because yeah. I've been wearing New Balance for years, and I just was yeah. like, oh, I just wanted a solid pair of black sneakers because yep. I can get away with wearing them at gigs because they look like shoes. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I could sit here and torture myself, or I'll just return them and go up to size 13, which I did. And since I was already there, I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to go to the city. Why don't I just take the throughway because I could just jet right in that way and I can, you know, you can speed easier on the throughway. Like if you, as soon as you hit 56 on the Taconic, you're getting pulled over. So I did that not having any idea that by about Woodbury Commons, it's just bottleneck for the rest of the trip. And I was like, oh my God. So of all people I'm meeting in the city, it's Lane Majority, you know, yeah. and he's got the reservations at the restaurant next door to the place that we're seeing the show and all this. And like, so it was going to be obvious that I was going to miss that time. So I texted him and I was like, I was like, oh, it looks more like I'm going to be, it's going to be a half an hour after what we expected. And by the third time I texted him, he's like, why on earth would you ever cross the river to come back to New York if you have to cross back again? And, and, <laughs> and, and, and the time just kept going on and on. I eventually got to the Lincoln Tunnel. It cost sixteen dollars. That's why I don't go to the city. Yeah, you know, I got there over an hour and a half later than I was supposed to. So you missed dinner. Didn't miss dinner. He ordered. Oh, it's a Belgian place. Why don't you have some mussels provenzera? So he he ordered <laughs> me my dinner because the show wasn't until eight o'clock. So All I still right. had some lead time. But the thing was is that he's sitting at this table at a restaurant by himself. Everybody else is monkeys fans. So I walk into the place, and all I hear is Lingo, he's here. The whole place just applause. The whole bar. Like 50 people yeah. were clapping because they all knew the story about what an idiot I am about not being able to get to the uh, dinner on time. Now, just for GPS reasons, how would you go? I mean, because I, I always go in. If I was leaving my, I, I live right by the Taconic. I would have just taken the Taconic to the Sprain like I do for Yankee games and then just uh, the West Side Highway to 43rd Street. Yeah, that's the way I would go. But again, I was at Cole, so I was like, oh, I'm all the way over by the the river let me take the throughway oh. it was just an idiot move which i've been yeah, doing yeah. my whole life because I and it cost a lot more too yeah because I, I if i go down to the city it's usually just yankee games but mm -hmm. i don't go into this i can't tell you the no, last no, time was, i was, I was in, in the city it felt so good once i was in there i was like wow i haven't done this in so long was it packed well i only went into to 43rd and 6th so i we, we had the town hall yeah. the belgian restaurant was next door and then we went back to it after the show and, and drank until they closed and then and then i brought he lives in uh, hoboken so i brought him back to a path so, hoboken's for like 21 to 30 Five single people, eh? Uh, nice to look like I'm 32. I thought he was I, in Minnesota. No, he? no, no. That's where his wife's family's from. Uh, I watch the Twins when I get a chance. Yeah, he's seen them more than he's seen the Dodgers. He's still sad about uh, the that Dodgers. That was the other thing. It was the day after the Dodgers got eliminated, so he was in quite a mood. But no, we had a great time, and he was like, well, why didn't you just take the train? I said, because I want to hit the casino on the way back. So I go to Empire City at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I, I like three spins in, I hit for 400 bucks. I'm like, all right, I'm good, and I left and went home. <laughs> What's up with that? I said, what's up with that?
All right, that's all the time we got right now for Mad Mike Story. We got to get back to the music. Alice Cooper, feed my Frankenstein. What's up with that? It's the Golden Brothers on Z93. <laughs> favorite season. I love pumpkins and creepy decorations and children in masks. It's also a great time for dwarfs to get dressed up and disguise themselves as kids while taking your candy under very small pretenses. The Colvin Brothers. I got a rock. On Z93.
saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fooks Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein kitchen door You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Gent who ran a muck in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. You'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. Lon Chaney walking with the Queen Doing the werewolves of London I saw Lon Chaney Jr. walking with the Queen <clears throat> Doing the werewolves of London I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's and His hair was perfect Coleman Brothers on Z93. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you're getting all the candy that you want. No shaving cream on your house. Make sure you turn those lights on. I was talking to Carolyn in Crunch. Mm. We have a text message thread just like kind of like me, you, and Alan do for yep. uh, Ted Lasso and anything. Right. Yeah, it's better to talk to your cousin Crunch in, in a thread rather than one-on-one because otherwise you can't get rid of him. But he's got his uh, new glasses, so we should hopefully see him soon. I don't know. I'm still waiting for show notes from like the last week of September. Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London. I guess we'll throw that out to uh, Cousin Crunch <laughs> since uh, he's a big werewolf. I don't think he's gotten a haircut since... I think he told me January of 2020. So. Oh, he looks like one of those hippies, babe. You know, even even Uncle Paul would get a haircut, Barbara. Oh, tell Uncle Paul and shave that fuzz off your face. I love that picture that, uh, you know, your grandson Michael posted where it was Uncle Paul and uh, Michael on Halloween, and then you saw a little sizz in between. Oh, they're both idiots. <laughs> Barbara, I got a list for you. It's called Candies That Should Not Have Gone Away. Oh, you mean like these uh, Neckos over here? You want a Neko, babe? Yeah, give me one of those. Oh, I'll, there you I'll... go. I stole them from Frank's pocket at his funeral. Oh, that's a licorice-flavored one. I oh, like that sure. one. Oh, sure. All right, number one, wax lips, fangs, and mustaches. Yes, you know, if you if you recall, they were just, you would bite into them, but it took a little while, and then once you bit into them, you got the secret sauce that was inside. Yeah, and that secret sauce probably ruined your teeth for years. Yeah, yeah it definitely caused cancer. Number two, candy cigarettes. <laughs> Which you can still get, like, at uh, south of the border. They've got road signs for miles yeah, saying, yeah. Uh, you know, Jose or Pepe or some stereotypical Spanish name, and you get there, and it's south of the border, but you're south of the South Carolina border, and they have all of these candy. Candies. They probably have tidbits there, too. All the stuff that we tidbits. talk about on the show, you can still get. Maybe some tender vittles for Yankee who just celebrated her birthday. Tender vittles. I got in trouble for referring to tender vittles because if somebody is young enough, yeah. they don't know that it was a cat food. It's a slang for something else. Ah. And I got screamed at over. I'm like, it's cat food. I had no <laughs> idea that it, that it wasn't a product I anymore. I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah, it's urban slang for what you would figure it is. Well, that's not good. Yeah, the only time that I drove down to Florida was... 
1997 with Sean, Albert, and Caesar. Yo, whatever, yo. Did you go to see Champ? Yo, you need those two dollars, yo. <laughs> um, we went to go see my friend Matt Sheehy in North Carolina, and then we went to Walt Disney World. It was the okay. first time we ever went to Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. and Sean had a Toyota Corolla, 1986 Toyota Corolla. When it came back to Poughkeepsie, the very next day, died. He, the engine blew up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you always make it back to Poughkeepsie. Number three, Wonka's Dino Sour Eggs. That I don't remember. They were kind of like a gobstopper, but they were extremely sour. They had these at Moe's and Peekskill. Okay. And they were very delicious. Number four, Monster Candies, a variation of candy cigarettes with cool packaging of Dracula and Frankenstein. If you saw the picture, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, if you go back far enough, I'm sure that that's what we got in our Halloween uh, pillowcases. I used to use pillowcases. Yeah, we were talking about that too, me, Carolyn, and Crunch. Uh, how you would randomly get home and there'd be pennies at the bottom. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about this. Carolyn refreshed my memory because she's older than me. Um, we would have to dump our pillowcases and mom would go through everything and then say, make sure there's no needles in your stickers. Oh, yeah, 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 just like Breck. Yeah. Some of these are probably jogging the memory of like, uh, you know, Aunt Kathy and Uncle Tommy out in, in um, Las Vegas. They said the, what is it, the Wick Sticks or what are they called? The Twix Sticks? Oh, I thought they were Pixie Sticks. Pixie Sticks, so, Pixie there you sticks, go. Yeah, you would, you would dip them in like, um, in like this sugar substance and then suck the sugar off of the stick. Number six, orange juice bubble gum. It was in the shape of an orange juice uh, container. I remember those. Oh, nasty. Uh, they didn't taste like orange juice at all. It tasted like something on the bottom of your shoe. Yeah, but you know what? We were growing up in the 80s, so we ate it and we loved it because the Colvin House never had candy unless it was Halloween and Christmas. Right, and we never Red soda, unless there was nope. a family party. And we, we get it you from said, Grandpa. You said Jude's iced tea. <laughs> I would go underneath the table with a spoon and just eat all the sugar. And she would smack me with a wooden spoon. <laughs> Number seven, nickel lip, or as your friends called it, wax juice. You probably remember this one. Yeah, yeah, wax. Well, wax lips, we called them, sure. So if you bite into it, it was the same kind of stuff. Yeah, we yeah, there was about that earlier. mysterious uh, fluid. It's probably the same stuff that was inside the Stretch Armstrong dolls. Ah, super sweet sugar water, as I guess is what they called it. And number eight, garbage candy. Pez like candy, which was in a miniature garbage can. Remember those? Now, was this uh, anything similar to the Garbage Pail Kids, which was like an offshoot of, it was like a, a reaction to the Cabbage Patch Kids? It was around the same time where somebody, like in this article in the comments, they were mm-hmm. like, because this is a real article, folks. This isn't just the says telling you. Uh, they said, yeah, I used to get my Garbage Pail stickers and put it on the garbage cans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which uh, my friend Paul still makes fun of me to this day because him and Sean you know, they said they're collector's items. You don't peel the stickers, and I'd peel them off and put them on my Return of the Jedi lunchbox. Sounds box. like you. Sounds like you. So they always made fun of me. Number nine, PB Max was a chocolate-coated peanut butter bar. Remember those? You know, yeah, I actually do. Wow, it's the first time I thought of them. And again, it didn't quite taste like peanuts. You know, it was like, like a, a white wrappered candy. It was. Yeah, it, it, all of these things that were just a little bit off. Number 10, the last one, Mr. Bones is a tart candy in a miniature coffin. Do you remember those? That one missed me. All right, those are the miniature coffins. So I figured it'd be cool to kind of mention some candies that, you know, you don't really get anymore. And maybe, if you're like our dad, you can order them online. (laughs) Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie is the official sponsor of the Coleman Brothers Show here on Z93. And if you're looking to host your private party, Mahoney's has two great options. The vast room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people. The room gives you privacy for meetings, holiday parties, rehearsal dinners, retirement parties, and so much more. More. Then there's the Clotter Room, ready for your next party, accommodating up to 85 people, featuring your own bar and dance floor. Book your next event today. Call Pat at 471-7026 or visit MahoneysIrishPub.com. Hey there, sugar. Want some candy? Happy Halloween from the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
Colvin Brothers, happy Halloween, little psycho killer from the Talking Heads. From uh, Talking Heads 77 that uh, let you know that they have arrived. And that is a song that just shows up, not necessarily in every horror movie, but it's great for suspense movies because it really, that that throbbing bass really puts you in the mindset of a guy that's about to do something he shouldn't be doing. I like the Talking Heads. You kind of turned them on to me when I was little. One of my favorite songs, which is my father-in-law's favorite song, And She Was. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have to play that at gigs and whenever he's there and, and everyone's like, you can't dance to this. Yeah, you can. I, I, you know, you can dance to rock and roll. Yep. They were another one of those bands that it, they could very easily reunite and tour if they don't want to put out another record. But David Byrne is just doesn't want any part of it. They're all alive. They're all vibrant. You know, no, nobody's got the Alzheimer's yet. But uh, was Byrne, he uh, kicked off of Saturday Night Live, or is that somebody else? There was a few people that have been kicked off. El, you're thinking probably of Elvis Costello because he oh, did Radio okay. Radio, which we've referenced here on the show before. But he's just you know he's one of those guys that is uh, contrarian for the sake of it, so it gets kind of old. Who died today? In 1926. Oh, going way back. Was it Houdini? Yes. Ah, how about that? Ma- magician Harry Houdini dies of gangrene after his appendix was ruptured. Yeah, well, he had a thing where he would go up to uh, college kids. I guess he was probably in his late 30s. Uh, which back then is like being 80 now. So he would go up to college kids in whatever city because he would go on tours. And uh, he had a thing where he would tell them to punch him in the stomach and he wouldn't flinch. The problem was that the last time that it happened, he didn't have a chance to tighten his muscles. Uh And the the kid that punched him, you know, ruptured whatever killed him because it took about three or four days for that to happen. And it's it's a great shame because he was another one of those way ahead of his time artists and uh, was taken from us too soon, but it was also partially of his own doing. Yeah, I like the the current magician, uh, David Blaine. Oh, you do? Uh, I was down in Manhattan. I saw him when he was like uh, frozen inside of ice. Oh. And uh, I'll never forget the Chris Rock bit. He's like, what's wrong with America today? We got a trickless magician? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is what people go for, you know, the, the TikTok generation. Yeah, number two, 1993, actor from movies such as Stand By Me, My Own Private Idaho, River Phoenix overdoses on the sidewalk right outside the Viper Room. He was yeah. only 23 years old. I, I wanted to do a song parody, and uh, I was on the show with Bob Wolf at the time, and he wouldn't let me do it, but it was like, um, yes. it was going to be the CCR's Proud Mary and I think it was convulsing just like River, but uh, it got a veto. <laughs> and, and this was something when we were on the bus, because I remember this news story breaking. Oh, yeah, it was a big deal. He'd, he had just been in Poughkeepsie right before that. Uh, there was a guy, Ray DiPietro, used to be on our old station. Okay. And he interviewed uh, River because he had a band called Alica's Attic, and they were playing The Chance. And right. the rule was, because you, you've done a couple of these celebrity interviews where you're not allowed to talk about certain things. So the rule was you can't bring up River Phoenix, the actor, while you're talking to River Phoenix, the musician, one of those deals. But it was a cool interview, and it was a yeah. great show with the chance. And a couple of months later, he's dead. Yeah, Bernie Williams is similar to that. I met him at uh, the OCC. Mm-hmm. It was the Orange County Choppers. Choppers. yeah. And he wanted to promote his cocktail hour music CDs, which are phenomenal. We both use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people were showing up in Yankee gear, and you know, he was kind of just trying to promote the CDs. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't mean about it. it but uh, but I totally thing, get it. Yeah. 
Uh, number three, baseball Hall of Famer who starred with the Giants. Willie McCovey dies at age 80. Holy cow, Willie McCovey. Yes. And, I was uh, out there in that McCovey's golf. I almost caught the clap. Who hit the most home runs out there? I would have to say, uh, wasn't it that Barry Bonds? Yeah, Barry Bonds with oh, his inflated head. They should induct him into the Hall of Fame, but that instead of his likeness on the plaque, it should just be a, a syringe over there, White. <laughs> uh, I must correct you. I've watched many games when I'm watching the Dodgers. I believe it was Brandon Belts's. <laughs> I don't know if it was Brandon Belt there at Lane, but I'm sure you'll tell us who uh, is yeah, the Lane was giving me live corrections the other night. That's why we're not doing them today. <laughs> Number four, last year, 2020, actor from James Bond, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, The Rock, The Hunt for Red October, which our father Frank loved, Sean Connery dies at age 90. You mean the same Sean Connery from Celebrity Jeopardy? Sean Connery, it's still your board. I'll take swords for 400. It's actually not swords. <laughs> These are words that begin with S. The answer is, Popeye is this sort of man. Shaver, no. It began with a bloody ash. I love it. And now, the Colvin Brothers present Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, and Frankenstein. Wishing you a happy Halloween. Watch out for needles in your candy bars. Say no to apples. Scary ghosts. I got a rock. Happy Halloween over your place. Oh, what do we have here? A ghost, a goblin, and Brian Laundry. Too soon? Happy Halloween from the Colvin Brothers on C93. That's just like my favorite iconic oh, song. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Very creepy. What, I was a little mad that Michael Myers was not back for this movie, but it was a standalone. Thumbs up from the Sizz. You ready for what's happening at Mahoney's? I need to know. Well, tonight, what do we got? I am going to be hosting our Halloween Halloween party. Now, we gave away all the money last night, and that was great. You know, Cash was, money, yo. Yeah, $1,000 in prizes. Uh, we had some amazing contest. Uh, it was our buddy Chris Whitson came out as Ted, which is always nice. I'm like, you should really be Ted Lasso now. He's like, what? Anyway, Ted, um, the, the teddy bear? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a big thing for him. But uh, you know what was the big costume this year at Mahoney's? Squid Game. Squid Game? Yeah, people were dressed up as. And I'm like, I'm like, you, Louis Chu worked out because he kind of looks Korean. Oh, but the yeah. rest of them, I was like, no, no, that's, that's cultural appropriation. Oh, man. I was pretty pumped up that he came as Liberace. You gave me that <laughs> yes, recommendation yes, I did. to my Halloween party at the Holiday Inn. But uh, Mahoney, something crazy. We got we to gotta mention this. We got some fun things happening on the 5th and the 6th. Yeah. Supreme Patty is coming over there on the 5th. <laughs> it's a free <laughs> joint Friday. It's from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, you got to pay to get in. It's twenty dollars for the fee at the door, but it's worth it because it's liquid gummies. Yeah, liquid gummies. USA liquidgummies.com. And uh, I'm looking at the picture of this guy. He's got some some good ink. He really does. And as as do a lot of the women that'll be attending this event. And like uh, Emmett always likes to bust my chops at our meetings. Like Mikey, we need to change up Thursdays. What are we gonna do? And I'm like weed. And he can't argue with me anymore. What's happening uh, on the sixth? The sixth is gonna be our dead meat murder mystery dinner. Now we used to do murder mysteries. I want to say there was a period where we did them every week. Yes. But it was like a weeknight thing. And they're very talented, but it was just hard to get people to commit to a Wednesday or a Thursday night. So for the first time since the pandemic, Saturday, November 6th at 7 o'clock, Dead Meat Murder Mystery Dinner. You don't want to miss it. The food's absolutely going to be delicious because it's provided by Mahoney's. And this uh, particular cast of characters is first rate. Eat, drink, laugh, solve. Yes, there's always daily specials if you go to Mahoney'sIrishPub.com this past week. I got plenty of Adam's coconut shrimp. Very delicious appetizer. Megan's lamb gyro. I'm all about that, and I'm also about Megan. And uh, Hamilton's stuffed cabbage. I gave it to Frank, and he said, take it away. <laughs> well, speaking of Hamilton, we want to give a shout-out to the troll. It's lovely wife. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right, our last song is going out to all the kids in the Colvin family. There's so many between the Personics, the Colvins, uh, with the Greshams. How many what are, what other families uh, are The Clarks. The Clarks. And uh, who knows, maybe Breezy has one and just hasn't told us. Michael. <laughs> so this is uh, Monster Mash from Bobby Boris Pickett. We're the Colvin brothers. We need to get out of here and turn on our lights because we do not want our houses to get egged. Little Bryce, I don't want any eggs being thrown at her. Where are we, Bryce? C93. My eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east 
such a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. In a the party had just begun. In a the guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is said Then you can mash Then you can Monster Mash The Monster Mash And you, my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash Then you can Monster Mash The Colvin Brothers Podcast. I saw the boogeyman. I saw him outside. What do you look like? The boogeyman. It's family. Wow.